everybody welcome to the uh smod internet radios a uh, nooner podcast coming to you live from diamond bar where's diamond bar diamond i cannot say oh. i don't know I, I just know it as a name oh it's it's a real place it is a real place i think and, it's where people who made a little money in la move out to who don't have to work in la and they're like let's uh, attract uh, rich alcoholics call it uh, a, a diamond bar <laughs> <laughs> i think it has something to do with Snakes? No. Di- is a diamond bar a snake? Uh, it's a, it, no. Oh. no. A diamond back <laughs> is a snake. Yeah, but you wouldn't call it diamond back. Do you know, you know why they call Azusa, you know Azusa, California? A to Z USA? Unbelievable. Yeah. Just terrible. Yeah. What? This, this city <laughs> sucks. A garbage city. What a piece of shit. Ugh. Uh, I'm moving to Seattle. Hey, everybody. I'm the host. My name is Marty. I'm here with uh, Steve. He, I, I will not wait the 10 minutes it will take for him to be like, what? You, you, you want... You want me to talk? You want me to talk? You want? Yeah. Oh, we're not doing that this week. Oh, you want me to do that? You want me to do my bit? Okay, go ahead. Okay. okay. Uh, my name is Marty. I'm a host. Oh, you want me to talk? <laughs> oh, God. Every week. Uh, the yeah, mo- subclip that out. That's a good promo. We'll use that. Uh, <laughs> coming up. You my name is Marty. Subclip that out. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You know what it means. Uh, we uh, are just uh, going on a two-hander today because the millennial got off a plane and is is tuckered out. Oh, I'm tired, and uh, I have a low FICO score. <laughs> I'll never own a d- home. Uh, just lord that over her. <laughs> but she has someone who I lord it over everybody. I, I lord it over your wife. I lord it over. You. What's your FICO score? Uh, it's eight hundred and three. Was the last time oh, I checked. That's that's okay. That's not not bad. Yeah. I mean, knowing your past. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your financial indiscretion. I think uh, the wife was like, you vampired like 20 points for me, you asshole. Uh, and, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I got mine on my back. I'm but I don't know what to do with it, like, I, except to talk about it on a podcast and lord it over a younger person. <laughs> it makes you feel better. You're like, I'm old and everything I, hurts. I, I, I'm useless. I have nothing to show I for mean, myself except for this number. I have this number. This fictional yeah. number that does nothing for me. It, but it makes me feel good. Tweet us your FICO yeah, score. Let's, I, I want to know everyone's FICO yeah, score yeah, right now. Yeah, that's a Nooner podcast. Or, or you can uh, just tweet anything you want. You can also join us on our Tumblr. You can just go to NoonerPodcast.com. Thank you, Tyson, for letting us know that we are live and for maintaining that with uh, uh, Darren Husted in Wolf Amsterdam, England. As much as I make fun of those two guys, yeah, and I mostly Darren, I make fun oh, of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great guys. Yeah. They do like really good oh, work. Oh, yeah, I like did um, Tyson's podcast um, a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it went live or not, but it was so much fun. And it, yeah, it was it was really They don't deserve really time. my ire. Oh, but nobody does. And, nobody and we does. have uh, someone in the mailbox just, thanking you for calling them a, a something horrible. <laughs> Serial killer. Yeah. I just hope they realize that's how I show affection. <laughs> <laughs> by, he, by tormenting them. He was never hugged. Yeah. He, I was I was not no, a lot of hugging in the no, house. No. There was a lot of yelling like, and yeah. a lot of stoic like, uh, waspy His first silence. hug was at his at his wedding, at his marriage. And yeah. at, at, after he took the vow, he was like, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, I sh- whoa. I had shit my pants. I yeah. was like, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. Our bodies are mashed I, together. I, I, I feel like I should like it. What is this warm feeling I'm 
Well, but I'm the product of a batshit crazy Jewish woman. Technically batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like mentally ill, cra- mm-hmm. loud, crazy. And then my father is a introverted, quiet, intellectual wasp. Who well, never, never is, said a word, never emoted. So, which is another brand of emotional, uh, you know, emotionally disturbed. Right, but I had I had the extremes. I had someone loud and touchy and emotional, oh. and then a guy that just sat there and made tiny little boats in <laughs> bottles <laughs> and listened to Wagner. Yeah, you know, like and smoking he, a pipe, petting the po- boat. Saying, I, I was love cool. you more than any human. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, USS Constitution. You'll <laughs> never let me down. Um, I want to go over two things that we talked about last week. One, um, when I brought up the, I was talking about Earth Day, and oh God, yes. And one thing that that John said, and John Sylvain, he could not be here today because he had what's his FICO score? No, I think he's getting a praise today. Is is what he, is what he's told <laughs> he me? He predates FICO scores. Yeah, uh, they're, they're checking out. They're kicking the, his tires, so to speak. <laughs> they need to stick a little thing in here and pull out a little muscle, like they did to Okja. To oh make, yeah, make sure yeah. he's he's paid his debts. And uh, I was saying that you know, asking if you guys were worried about the. Um, environmental collapse that threatens us with uh, due to climate change and pollution and whatnot. And John's response was, well, someone will take care of it. You know, we'll, we'll, someone will figure it out. Which to me... God, we're the worst. Right. Which is a probably, hopefully true that someone will figure it out, but we cannot take that for granted. We have to put that pressure and, and that sort of glibness of just like, yeah, you know, I, I, it's too much of a problem for me to think about, but someone will think, think about it. But there have to be incentives to make that happen. So that is both public pressure from us and economic pressure from, and, uh, from the marketplace and also right. governmental pressure because, uh, you know, it's on record that Rex Tillerson, who was the Secretary of State and previously the head of Exxon, when he was the head of Exxon, he acknowledged that climate change was an issue and it was caused by fossil fuels. That's on record. And his answer was, we'll engineer our way out of it. But if there's no, if there's no one to pay for it, like Exxon right now gets... Settle now. I own Exxon stock. That's settle, fine. Settle that's down. fine. Settle no, down. They, get, they get billions of dollars in, sub, in government subsidies from governments all over the world. Sure. And they, uh, to find more fuel and then... Uh, they are not taxed for uh, in any way. They are not p- penalized for the pollution that is caused from burning the fuel that they take out of the ground. Nor are you. Uh, nor am I. Uh, but not defending. No, but no, no, but yeah, we yeah. are though because we do have a gas tax, and and other countries have gas that, taxes that pays for roads and stuff. But no, it pays for a, a bunch of different things, and there are some environmental regulations, some. But there's no economic incentive for Exxon to be like. Oh yeah, you know we're we we really got to do something about the these uh, these rising tides and these uh, you know why, these unbreathable clouds of smog that are infecting all these cities. So th- they have all these engineers, they have all, all this capital, but there's no in- in- incentive for them to do that. So we have to push back at our lawmakers and vote people in who are going to say, okay, we can put in a uh, carbon. Uh, credit system so that right uh, they that, have one in California uh, yeah I don't know how how fully implemented it is yet I, I, like I told you last week I got a refund on my gas bill right it's usually whatever 30 60 I don't know what it is but, right but, but if it, it said due to due to a, a carbon tax you now have a refund 
That's great. Yeah. And then you, then if you can create a company that can sell those carbon credits because they're pulling carbon out of the atmosphere and turning it into, you know, cement or whatever you can do with that. I don't know. Uh, carbonate a bunch of Coca-Cola with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they would make money by selling the carbon credits that they have to Exxon who would be charged for uh, those credits, you know. So or, why don't we do it? Why don't, because there are lobbyists out there who are fighting this and putting out misinformation like by creating a false equivalency well that's the job of a, of a corporation yes to make that, money yes that is their job and they are beholden to their stock hello to you yes to uh, to con- maximize profits and they they are not tasked with saving the planet no so who is uh, the governments yeah that's they, they that's are tasked they are tasked with protecting their land and then, but it's not about land it's about Land, air, yeah. atmosphere, right? And ocean. atmosphere goes everywhere. Yes, I understand. Yes. Two hundred years ago, you protect your land. Yeah, but, yeah. but the shit that's going on in China right. is now and coming over here. So when we w- complain about globalization, that uh, on the business side, it also affects us environmentally because the, the, we get uh, tides from in uh, like signs of radioactivity from Fukushima from years ago coming onto our shores, and then we send our plastic and it ends up in you know the dominican republic if you've seen photos of but wouldn't of the things trash move there. faster if we just doubled down on oil and just destroyed the planet and decimated the population and uh thanos to the population we will get to then, the avengers but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but wouldn't like we're we're trying to step on the brakes even though we're in a full power slide in the car like wouldn't it be easier if we just sure destroyed the planet it would probably take a hundred years yeah whatever was left over would rebuild wouldn't that be yeah not the occam's razor uh well if you're looking at it from a planetary health point of view yeah yeah just yeah just oh you want to you want to run through you want you you want this to go on for another 500 years well i mean it it ain't gonna go on. i don't have kids so obviously you're not gonna live to 500 yeah well that'd be awesome yeah it'd be like noah noah lived to like 900 it's weird how all those uh guys in silicon valley like the billionaires they're all into life extending technology like they all yeah and uh, a friend of mine is the, the guy that wrote the panic virus is writing a book about it mm-hmm. uh, that Seth Manukin dude and I saw him over the holidays and 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 then another scientist friend of mine from I, I actually have smarter friends than you back I'm back, not that back smart. no I know they're just loud yeah you're loud well he went to Harvard uh one has a PhD but I I said why would you want to live for 250 years yeah that just, that just seems absurd yeah like there's how, how much sushi can you eat Watch me. <laughs> I will try. I will sit at the all-you-can-eat sushi bar for 250 years. I, I just like, I, I, somebody told me their dad died recently. They're an older guy. Their dad's mm-hmm. 89. And I went, yeah, that's, a, that's about right. Yeah, that's, that seems like enough. Mr. Sensitive. For, yeah. No, I said I'm terribly sorry. Yeah, but yeah. About four quarters is, is a football game. It doesn't need five quarters. You don't, I don't need to live to 150. Mm-hmm. I don't need to. So you're half done. I'm I'm happy. I'm, <laughs> so what are you complaining about? Well, I have nieces and and nephews. I think. Well, hug them now because their lives yeah, are gonna suck I, when they're yours. I do feel really bad that I. You well, know, you didn't do anything. No, I mean I. You drive a very reasonable uh, car. It's very attractive. Thank you. Stylish. Good, good purchase. Yeah, stylish. I'm used to your unstylish. I know. 
uh, first car out of college, uh, living on my own yes. girl, girl car. Oh, but also practical. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. Uh, the other, the but, common denominator in all of Marty's choices. Mm-hmm. Practicality. For practicality first. That, that's what it'll say on my, on my recycled tombstone. <laughs> yes, on top of somebody else. <laughs> yeah, it's probably on top of Grant. Yeah, uh, yeah, save, save land. Uh, but, you know, you were talking about, well, okay, well, it's the, the these companies, it's their job to create profits. And, and they do that through misinformation. And you were quoting a, a study last week about the, the uh, there was a study in Scotland that streaming music was less, uh, was uh, more harmful to the environment than uh, traditional vinyl because of the electricity and, and or CDs, you know, that there's greater carbon uh, created because of that. Sure. And, and I, I dispute that. Uh, and then I looked Based in, upon what? Well, based upon the, the idea of... Because there is no physical waste from uh, streaming right. services. And that was not... They, it, I looked at the study. Okay. And they, did, they were like, aside from that... And then, but you wonder, like, it, it's, in their methodology, it's not clear how they calculated it. They're like, here's our methodology. I went through it. And it doesn't say anything about, like how they calculated that uh, the amount of carbon that was created f- through streaming. And, you know, we, we talked about how these date, big data centers are going carbon neutral. China's going to ban Bitcoin mining because it, yeah, it's, because it's it wasteful. Needs a, it's hugely wasteful. You're just generating FICO scores. <laughs> like basically spending electricity. Dicks. <laughs> Cut the shit, China. Yeah. And... But here with with the music, you're not, it's not really processor intensive. It's just holding a lot of data in storage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's sending it out, and they have efforts, the Facebooks and the Googles, to make these data centers carbon neutral. And like you're playing them on these little machines that are using very little electricity, as opposed to in the old days when you're listening to a record on a big, like inefficient stereo system that has all these big tubes so you get pure sound and all that stuff which is clearly you did more homework on this than i did well my point is that you can you can take a a perspective on this and really skew it so you look into who sponsored that study there who sponsored it one was an arts council and then other entity it was like a glasgow university and an arts council and a record, a vinyl record of, company. Of course. Yes. And so like, oh. And so some ding, okay. ding dong who writes for Up Rocks needed to fill a quota of blogs. So right. So found this and then wrote and, an article and I clicked on it and shame on me. Well, I, 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 get, I guess it gets down to the, the idea of like, okay, well, you need, to, you need to dig down and see if the data has merit and to see who's behind these things. And so there's one about how... Uh, these electric cars are produce more pollution than diesel and that's if all electric cars were powered by coal plants then yes sure. but they're not so uh it's a big canard as they say canard yes like a duck uh, uh mallard Ma- no isn't a canard isn't that french a canard for is duck? french for duck okay yeah. yeah so it's a duck it's a duck okay yeah i never heard that term before yeah so um yeah, but I read the article and I went, oh, well, what are you going to do? Like, I just <laughs> right. don't, I don't. That's exactly what they want you to do is say, what, what are you going to do? But there are things you can do. Like, I switched over to digital uh, a few years ago and it was hard for me because I was like, I love having these physical things. But then I thought about the plastic usage and all this stuff. And also, physical what? Uh, physical CDs. Oh. I'm talking about music, you know. Oh. And it's just, it's not, like, now it just sits there in the cloud and 
It's but the cloud uses energy. Uh, yeah, but, right, yeah. But, but it's a push. It's a it's not a push. It's it's it, not a push. No, but just be skeptical and do if you're if you are gonna take a stand on this, do make sure that you're coming up with good data and not just like oh well Cheryl down the street says that vaccines cause autism well so. it didn't cause me to do anything i'm not going to alter my behavior i just thought it was interesting it is an it, interesting it, but it, about. it was cherry picked yeah absolutely. also uh, the the the, uh, the piece of data that says women make 78 cents for the dollar that every man makes which obama touted i read the the the, the report that that's based on and he left out some things that are like oh well uh, it, it's not apples to apples. It's a it's a great soundbite, and every woman's like, "I make seventy eight right, cents." Right. Like, no, that's well, but but not. there are yeah, there are different ways to look at the data, and like, I don't have it in front of me, and I've not but memorized it. But, but if it, you look on the hourly wage, it's close to even. If you look on, um, if you look at single women versus mothers, exactly, it's, it, it, it's not yeah, like a, oh but yes, when, there when, is, when you're cutting checks, you're like, well, the man makes a hundred dollars and the woman makes ninety seven, right. But there is disparity, though. There, I, I'm not saying there isn't, but they cherry picked this right. one sentence out of this larger like data set, and like, and it's yeah, stu it's stuck. So it also works for things that you believe in. Bullsh uh, bullshitting people with a piece of data. Well, sure. I mean, you have to convince people with data, but it it should be honest, and it and you you can say like, well, okay, it's not like, well, that's not honest. Not women do not make that whatever 78 cents on the dollar right but that's not that's not true well if you look at the data certain ways it does it is so certain women and certain but yeah. there is there is economic somebody disparity look that up so i can between make make you wrong no 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 you're you're, you're right i mean in fact like uh it doesn't change my opinion on the issue but it's like one of those i hear women go blah blah blah, blah we make blah, blah, blah. Right. i'm like well no, not exactly. Like right. you're not right, but but then you're talking about nuances and subtlety and people. That's don't how I live, Marty. Nuances and subtlety. How dare you? Whoa, but, how dare but, you? but I'm but, the one who says that every Obama week. Obama took that and said it over and over again, and it 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 in uh it, it enticed his base. And you know, Trump says whatever he's saying this week. You know, it's like he, you you find some digestible nugget of of data and make it work for you. Yeah. Well. Okay. So. But we can look at something um, like gender equality. So there's a World Economic Forum, I, and we can look at all the things of economic opportunity, political empowerment, educational attainment, health and survival. Those are the, the metrics. And then you can also look, look deeper in and see how they measure those things. But we, the U.S. ranks 51st in gender equality in the world. Wow. And, you know, at the top is like Iceland and Norway, again, all the Scandinavian countries. Um, and then the, the Western European, European countries. And that, so that's an issue. And I, I think uh, Desi Lydic, who's a Daily Show contributor, she's doing a special about that in, uh, this week or next. So that'll be interesting because she goes to like Iceland and Namibia, these places of greater equality, just to see what the differences are. So that's... It's something to think about. You know, they, these are places that have things like prenatal, uh, good prenatal care programs. They have uh, uh, maternity leave, you know, paid maternity leave. And so these are things that we can put in to help protect women and make, you know, bring yeah, some those, equality. Because those countries are run by people and America is run by corporations. Yeah. So this is what you get. Yep. But, you know, we're, hey, we're number one. 
Oh, right. I forgot about that. We are number one. Two grown men get to podcast on a yeah. Tuesday yeah. morning. Yeah. Without women stopping. I, no, I got no, you know. We we got the woman out of out of the show. Oh yeah, yeah. I said that she was sleeping in, but <laughs> just didn't invite her. Did not invite her. Didn't even put out a mic for her. Uh, this weekend was a big thing. Of course, the big news is uh, Avengers Endgame. It's finally over. Made one point two billion dollars, which is ridiculous in Good one weekend. Yeah. One weekend. Yeah, a just three, one weekend. A three-hour movie, three-hour and two-minute movie made. One point two billion dollars. Wow! So how many times did you see it? I uh, didn't. I didn't see it yet. What? I had a busy weekend. Oh, forgot. <laughs> Your wife was away. My wife is away. I have to fuck around. Uh, it was, and I, I did get a chance to see it. Yeah. And I, by myself, the wife was like, "Have fun. Enjoy. Enjoy, Enjoy. your little cartoon." Yeah. And it was. I, I'm. There will be no spoilers about this. Uh, that that were outside of say like the the trailer. Um. But. It was an amazing finale to a 22-movie run that was the MCU. The, I thought the, it was 11 movies. Or 11 years? 11 years, 11 22, years 22 movies. movies. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's like it was moving. It was really satisfying. And there were genuine surprises where you're just like, oh, uh, I did not see that coming. And and it is also the most star-studded movie I've ever seen in, like, in terms of box office Welcome you know, to people? Movies 2.0. I know. You don't put a star and then a lady star in a movie. You put star, 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 everyone, star, 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 star. every human being who's a star in a movie based on a huge IP. Yeah. That's how you do it. And the writing and the acting, they were solid. And the, the CGI was some of the best I've ever seen. Um, it, it was a TV show just released in the theaters. Yeah. Like it, had it, a, it, was a, it was a series, basically. A series, yeah. A six-episode series uh, that you could see all at once and... It had these episodic episodic breaks that were right there, you know. Because no, I mean all the movies. Oh, all the movies. All, all oh, the, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's like a good season of television. And this was the ideal series finale because it there was a uh, huge payoff, and it also gave a lot of love to everyone who watched every single movie. So they're like. There are tons of references to the comics, right. to every single movie, and to other movies like. Uh, okay, here's a little bit of, I mean, it's about, uh, so at the end of uh, Infinity War, Thanos did the snap, so they're trying to undo the snap, which involves some sort of time travel. Sure. So there's uh, a lot of references to time travel movies, and uh, it's it's very, uh, and they reflect on their own movies, the characters do, so it's kind of cool. So They reflect on their own the, the standalone movie right right uh, see, yeah, see, yeah, see, yeah 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 so that that was really cool to see and it was um very satisfying and actually you know who s- says it better than me and you, you should if you want to if you don't have somebody to talk about like i didn't <laughs> because nobody oh, you went, your wife didn't uh indulge you afterwards no no uh, she didn't she's like i don't know who these people are <laughs> uh, and, i see why you do this podcast yeah yeah but uh, watch Kevin do a recap of the movie. It's he just goes over every scene in the movie, but is very entertaining. And he is just he's a very emotional person in that in this recap, and it's pretty funny. And it's tons of. Uh, I wish uh, Disney and uh, Lucas Films would take a, a a page out of that book. Like I feel like the last two Star Wars movies are disconnected. 
Like they're not, and now the next one's going to jump in time, and I don't feel like they have a plan. Yeah, where it, it, I, I feel like all of the Avengers movies have like a well thought out arc. I mean, obviously because they've they've like incubated it in a comic and worked through various things. Like they're constantly thinking about where does the story go. Whereas Star Wars is like they make one and it didn't do well, so so we got to retweak it. We got to retweak it, and yeah, you know, it's sort of what's going on with Game of Thrones. Like, oh, we've run out of books, so they're just. You know, we'll do stuff. Let's do. What, stuff. what do the fans respond to? Let's yeah. uh, let's oh, focus they, group this script. Yeah, and, I, yeah, just yeah. So Kevin Feige gets a lot of the the credit for that because he had a vision and no pun intended, and really uh, put what's the pun? Well, vision is a character. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he, <laughs> sorry, I interrupted. No, he he created a, a through line and allowed individual movies to breathe on their own but had them tie into this greater mythology and it uh it really paid off uh, and th- we there was a, a a thing on reddit how um f- uh, 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 sony pictures had the option they were offered to purchase the entire marvel or pretty much the entire marvel catalog but they're like no, we just want Spider-Man. Nobody gives a shit. This is the quote from one of the executives. Nobody gives a shit about the, the other characters. And had they... That guy is... Harvey Weinstein? No. No, I, I didn't so recognize Someone him. who's out of the business. I yeah, know. yeah. he's now, um, he's he's now carpet on, on Wall Street now <laughs> making billions in another way. But uh, he had... Sony had the, that library in the 90s. I don't think they it, they would have created what was created now and i don't think there was the technology i don't think there was the the confidence to give that much power to like one individual being kevin feige and and you know or to give like a comic book person that it would be like okay we gotta we have the the marketing department we have you know um all these studio execs it was a much more studio exec driven world back then yeah and i don't think buy one property and run it to the ground yeah okay we like black panther but let's um See, we're thinking about this. So, uh, you know, Clooney maybe is, uh, yeah, and Ooh. and maybe he was abandoned as a baby in Africa by his white uh, missionary parents. But I lo- he wait, becomes I like a it. savior I like of it. Africa. I like you it. Know? I like yeah. it. Yeah, uh, and that's yeah, like the, the sort of reasoning that would have gone in back then. The eighties and nineties heyday of comic book movies was Batman, right? It was. It was like that was. I'm trying to think of an earlier huge multiple iterations well batman was the first i think that the first one that really uh in 89 yeah yeah but they just kept making they kept making batman they didn't yeah they didn't explode the universe right right i I think that was their mistake like no the kids like batman yeah but each each one is just it's the same yeah i mean because at the end of the day all these kids nowadays didn't grow up who's who love these movies didn't grow up reading captain marvel or black panther or Thor, but they created that hype out of just th- nerds and uh, podcasts talking about comic books. Thank you, Kevin Smith. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, it'll be an interesting summer of movies. We'll get one more Marvel movie, and then there'll wait. Be a- there's another one. Yeah, Spider Man. Spider Man Homecoming. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and that that kid is very Tom Holland. Is it? He's a plucky little. Little feller. I would love to be over at Universal right now, where they're tr- where they tried to launch their, what is it, the Dark Universe, the Dark. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. The, the, wow. 
They were the mummy. trying to do the mo- yeah these monster movies. Yeah. The, so mummy. the mummy and Jekyll and Hyde and they did Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, he's in it. He's Russell Crowe's Jek- Jekyll. Oh jeez. Uh, yeah, like they took not really current comic book characters. They took like 1920s workhorse horror. Like oh, is Frankenstein gonna be in this? The Wolfman. Like oh yeah. Oh, it's. And and watching DC fumble with their cinematic universe just goes to show how hard it is and how somebody has to have a vision. I don't know if it was Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was somebody else. But, uh, man, those things have gone off the rails. Like, the uh, the Justice League was just... Yeah, Dark Universe was the what they were trying to do. Oh, at Universal. Yeah. yeah. The Mummy. Everyone loves The Mummy, right? And The Mummy they came up with had nothing to do with really the mummy. I, I couldn't even follow the movie. No, it's terrible. Yeah. So uh, they. But that's put, what's going on now. Like in boardrooms, people are like, all right, what do we own and how can we create a cinematic universe? Like it's a little harder than just saying the mummy and Wolfman. And, yeah. Uh, it requires more vision than that. And I think they're even. Throw Tom Cruise in it. Like it's not one star. Yeah. The content is the star. Like, and the characters are the star. So, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is huge now. But when he did Iron Man, he wasn't like the biggest actor in the world. Mm-hmm. There was obviously there was the Hanks and Cruises and other famous, more, more famous actors. It was, it was the character. People wanted to see that character. Yeah. But it's also expanding the world, too. So, like, it's interesting what's going on with Star Trek. They kind of put a pause on the movies, but then they've also they've created the, a couple new shows and that's that'll be interesting to see how that develops and th- they have been a little more interesting the show i mean in terms of casting and stuff like that yeah and the fast and furious movies they <laughs> they've expanded that world with oh, yeah, uh, right. that's right you know whatever some what is it ratchet and clank or whatever clank and clonk coming summer kevin hart and kevin hart starring in clink and clonk along with the rock and and jason statham and every other bald action star you know what i mean yeah well i I, I mean like the fast and furious is like a perfect example like it was a one-off movie that someone optioned a story about kids in Orange County racing cars. Like there was a whole scene down mm-hmm. there and someone was like, oh, what if we just do Point Break with cars? And it worked. And then somehow it has become a universe. And yeah. they're like superheroes now. Yeah, they're starting I mean, their ninth movie with. And that's, so, and that's, each one has been huge. Well, not each one, uh, but they've become. But I don't uh, think it was designed to like, all right, well, this is just going to open up and get bigger and crazier. And they're going to. After Tokyo they're gonna, Drift, they're going to parachute out of planes in cars, which makes no sense. I mean, it just like it, it's gone to crazy town. Have you watched the movies? A couple of them, yeah. yeah. They're absurd. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's why people like them. And in, in a very positive way, they're absurd. I yeah. love Tokyo Drift. <laughs> that's the only one I didn't see. Oh, it's it's very silly. It has, yeah. It's the one that is furthest out from the other movies. You only get one cameo of Vin Diesel at the end, but the rest is just and that, like... And then the next movie, they went back in time to sort of erase some of the stuff. That, I don't know. Yeah, they yeah. like messed with the timeline. Like, oh, you dude, it's, with it's, the timeline. it's guys in cars who are like robbing trucks yeah, so they yeah. can trick out their cars. Like that's... that. It was like a, a franchise was built on <laughs> nothing. nothing. Yeah, so... Here, that's awesome. Little screenwriters out there, don't... Don't, think, don't don't think too much don't about it. Don't think too hard. Just have have fun. You know when you pitch your friends your dumb idea like, "Oh, pitch that one." That's the, the your joke idea, that's going to make you a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um I got to stop thinking. 
Yeah. <laughs> Beginning uh, now. That's so relaxing. My yeah. brain just loosened Doesn't up. Doesn't it feel it's great? Just, just don't think. Just like gray matter is coming out of my ears. Uh, but one thing about the the Avengers, uh, the, the Infinity War, it ends with the snap where uh, half of all beings are erased from the universe. I would love that. And so I would either like to just disappear. That would be great. Or just half as many people on the fucking 405. Yeah. yeah. And so Bril- and, brilliant. And they are very at the beginning of Endgame. Everybody's really sad. But then, like, there, there is a brief mention of, like, oh, well, the oceans have never been this clean. And I'm just thinking, like, how awesome would that be? I, like, it's why Thanos is a great villain, uh, because just he, like, he, his idea, albeit horrific, yeah. is ultra... Oh, no, it's uh, helpful. I couldn't yeah. find the right smart sounding yeah, word. It, beneficial i don't know but he wants to like, he wants to save humanity i want to go on the 405 like after the snap at 80 miles an hour yeah. and just with my dick out the window and be Whoa. like woohoo uh it's the plot of a british show that i will spoil called utopia uh-huh. uh, that hbo's remaking but oh they are yeah it's not gonna happen it no it is it is now oh, I love or, that or amazon is making it some somebody's making it okay but it's uh, great show if you don't want to it's spoiled stop listening but now we now we we're spoilers over we're going to spoil the shit out of everything but it, it's this evil government plan to inoculate all of it takes place in england great britain or whatever the difference i don't know yeah who, who cares uh, who cares over there it's a british <laughs> show <laughs> Get a get a country. Get your shit together, yeah. and uh, it it is to make half the population sterile, so that that at some point it will the herd will thin because they've done projections and realize we're going to run out of food and the envi- all the stuff you're talking about, and it yeah. would all be solved by just cut every just stop making ba- yeah. babies for fifty years, and the the world would be great. Yeah, like I we could afford to to like get big nice houses and and like just go swimming in the ocean without worrying worrying about uh uh just yeah. being overcome by by well, toxic and, waste and, 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 and also like it, there there used to be like a disease every 50 or 60 years that would wipe off wipe out huge portions of the planet or there'd be you know an Attila the Hun or mm-hmm. someone who would just kill tons of people that's all that's all they're all awful things but now we live longer and we uh, you know, yeah. babies keep living. We There's have not... flu shots. Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah the, exactly. The... Like when I hear the measles thing, I'm like, eh, you know, well, the, get, it was get the, a couple people off the grid. We it was be the, okay. The 1918 flu epidemic that really that was the last big uh, one that we had. Um, how many how many people did it kill? Uh, but well, yeah, I guess the the wouldn't it be great if the just plague ha- everybody left or half of every we stayed, but every but half of everybody or you know. Okay, so in 1918, the flu, the Spanish flu, as it was known, resulted in the death of 50 to 100 million people. That was three to five percent of the world population back then. Yeah, it's sad, but it's hugely it, sad. It, but it, it would make traffic much easier. Three to five percent better, <laughs> exactly. My, my commute is almost five percent faster. Well, no, if there were five percent fewer cars on the road, you would it would be a much bigger uh, benefit in terms of, of road speed. But, uh, but yeah, but I don't think there's a country outside of China that has really tried to squash population growth. 
Um, yeah. Uh, well, India, I think they've been trying to a do A little that. bit, yeah. yeah. But like in Japan, they're trying to make people make babies. Yeah, Japanese, and in, in Russia as well. Yeah, Japan, yeah. Uh, like there's so little land in Japan and people are like, I don't want to have four kids. It's, right. I need space. And so they're trying, all, the government's trying all these things to get people to make babies. But uh, yeah, China's the, uh, at least the biggest country to say, yeah, we're done. Yeah, my sister did a movie where, uh, a documentary. So she go, went to this town in Russia where they were having a thing where uh, the first woman who got pregnant would uh, want a car in this town, you know, and so every to get everybody fucking. And then it's fucking hot in India. They had a thing where that like they would I, I don't know if it was vasectomies or or birth control. But if you got the this if you I think got sterilized. Your, yeah. If you sterilize yourself, you got your ball snipped. You got an entry in a raffle to win a car. You know, I, so, I'm, I'm all in. So it's just like, why not send some Indians to Russia and like vice versa? But. Yeah. What What about a carbon tax on a kid? Like you bring a kid into the world and that's going to cost you money, but it's also going to cost this planet. Well, so. I think we, you, we that's a bit regressive. I think you got to you got to get it at the source. I think carbon taxes are probably the best way to go. Mm, OK. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, so uh, the one thing. Yeah. So I, I just think that. There would there would be a world with like fifty percent fewer assholes. Like you know, yeah, fifty percent fewer friends, but also fifty percent fewer assholes. Hopefully, most of CAA would go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have to wait in line at Disneyland. You just go right to the front, and it it doesn't. Like, uh, like I said, it's a win win. Like either I just disappear, painless, just I turn into dust, or yeah, oh shit, there's nobody here at the mall. I could park right up front and go to JC Penney. Yeah, get, get Marty a suit. I'd lose half my friends, but then you know you make new friends. But also, I see my friends, some of my friends, like maybe once a year, if that, and I'll be like, oh, that's right, he was in the snap. Oh, oh, oh well, yeah. oh well, yeah, we had fun. Oh, I took over his house because he just yeah. How how would they, like all these people just disappear? Like, yeah. Eh, well, I'm just taking over their house. Yeah, and then if you bring everybody back with a like a reverse snap, then like, how does that work? And then like, oh, sorry, we uh, we eliminated half the jobs, but uh, welcome back. I it, it it's why Thanos is so great. He's, <laughs> thank you, he, Thanos. Thank you. He was. He was up to something good, even though it was yeah. His he had some. It, he had was, some cr it was cruel. Interesting ideas. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I yeah. Anyway, everyone, if you have watched the like two of the the MCU movies, it's worth it to watch it. So I'm um very um I very heartily recommend. You went it. alone. I went alone. And did you sleep at all? I did not sleep you, at all. You stayed awake for three hours. I stayed awake for three hours. I got really nervous. I like I didn't drink anything in the morning. I went for a run, so I was dehydrated. You were an adult diaper, but no. But I was still like worried about my bladder, so I did run out at a, at a slow point. Uh, not what I don't think I missed anything significant. But. What I don't understand is well, I, I do, but I don't. But in the old days of movies, like the fifties, they had these big musicals or epics. Let's just say Spartacus. Three, not a musical three well it's an it's an epic it's mm -hmm. an epic three hours and change they mm -hmm. would have an intermission yeah because they know people need to go the fucking bathroom oh and then they also sell more concessions yeah but they don't do that anymore because it's all about just burning just burn people through like don't yeah i mean it just I think, adds another 15 20 minutes to the runtime right which is means that you that's like one fewer showing that yes. day yeah. I, so i i answered my own and question. yeah and if you miss that part see it again 
I just wish that I'm so used to pausing television. Like I, I, I actually have been in, in movies where I'm like, can I just pause this? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I don't have the. I, I wish I could bring a. We should all just sit in a theater with with VR goggles that we can start and stop and. It's dystopic. You're, fucking, you're talking that's, nonsense. That's, that's horrifying. Darren said that the Fast and Furious was actually about drift culture from Tokyo, not the OC. No, he's wrong. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, the new one movie is called Ashford and Simpson. Is it? To, no, it's not. That's that's the song. That's Peaches and Her. Yeah. Or no, one, that, one of those that, no, that's a different thing. Reunited. Who knows it? Yeah, so Superman 1978 is what you were struggling for, Darren says, because it did have a Supergirl spinoff as well. Oh as, yeah, yeah, Superman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's weird to think, and, and Darren pointed this out, that Howard the Duck was the first Marvel movie. It was the first Marvel yeah, movie. That's crazy. And it had George Lucas mm-hmm. as a producer, and it stunk. Mm-hmm. How, it is, Howard Deutsch, I think, was the director. Yeah, and who did like a John Hughes movie. Oh, Leah, Leah Thompson was in it, right? Yes. And, um, Tim Rob- a young Tim Robbins. And she has sex with a duck. Yeah. It's a space w- duck. It's so weird. But yeah, that I think that put them in movie jail for a while because it was a bomb. Yeah. And no one wanted to make a Marvel movie. But Howard the Duck. Happy birthday to Ash Williams, who reached the half century mark, um, according to him. Happy birthday. And Wait, th- what's the half century? 50. 50. <laughs> That's that's old. You you lost your your brain half your brain. I forgot you you had a Thanos snap in your I, oh. in your mind. That's just a weird way to say I'm fifty. Half century. Oh well, so he's, does, does he, he didn't so say he, that. I said. That. Oh, so he, and so that that uh, that that uh, so he may live to a hundred. That's what you're saying. He's yeah. halfway there. You're just a few weeks from that, aren't you? No. Oh, September. No. <laughs> Try again. No. I'm not turning fifty. Uh, okay. I'm not. <laughs> okay. I mean, at some point, if I live, I will, but not in September. Oh, uh, the year after? <laughs> well, you were 70? Is that what? what? This is... Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, 1970. Jeez, dye your I'm hair or something. 48. Speaking of... Why should I dye my hair? Why, why, well, because if you're worried about your oh, letting people a, know how old you are, then... Fuck. Oh, well, then fine. Embrace it. You're going to turn 50 I next year. Yes, sir. Yeah, at some point to, next year. You had to either think about it or suppress. Or no, like, I, I honestly don't. Sometimes I forget how old I am because mm-hmm. it's it, it never comes up. It's not a like, oh, how old are you? You can't come into this bar unless you're X amount of years. I just, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm like in my mid to late 40s. Speaking of being middle-aged and fast and furious, I have to, we have to give some respect to, to John Singleton. A couple weeks ago, he had a stroke. Yes. And it uh, did not improve and he passed away yesterday at the age of 51 and he was a a true sort of uh, uh, cinematic landmark um, at the age of 23 he wrote and directed boys in the hood yeah uh, in 1991 and it's an amazing movie like he was 23 when he did it it was lots of of, of great um, it, it showed south central la that in a way that non people who didn't live there so, had never seen on screen before yes and it was a great story about uh family and honor and friendship and adulthood cuba gooding jr and ice cube yeah and it launched else, ice else. cube's uh career yeah. and and basically cuba gooding jr's yeah and he had done stuff before 
Uh, and then was John Singleton like sick before? I mean, obviously he was. I don't know. I, I saw pictures of him, and I'm like, boy, he looks. He kind of looks bad. Like, yeah, he looked. He, looked, looked, he looked did. He did look pretty. Um, like when he was young, he, he was so striking and youthful, and his blackness did crack a bit. I guess. Um, <laughs> I can't say that. What? Oh, yeah. He just. I. I. When I. I was like, oh, that's terrible. Wait, he's only. That's 51. He looks so old. Yeah. It just looks. He just doesn't look healthy. Yeah. So and, maybe he was sick. Uh, maybe I don't know. and um, Angela Bassett was in it. Lawrence Fishburne, Morris Chestnut. That's the first time I saw him. I think he's a really great actor. I've always liked his stuff. Uh, so it it was a, a landmark film, and it also inspired a lot of other uh, uh, people of color to get into the industry. And uh, we should all uh, pour out. Uh, Forty for him? Don't no, no, we don't. That's not don't cool. Do that. <laughs> well, back at oh, Regina King was also in it, Oscar winner, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then, yeah, we I we drank forties back then. You did? Oh yeah. No, I didn't drink forties. Oh, I'm a beer snob. Well, we were cheap and poor. Uh, so was I, but I, it's life's too short to, especially if Thanos is going to snap his fingers to drink a forty. Mm-hmm. You're up there in Northern Cal with your little smarty smart pants. No, friends I was I was here in L.A. You're here in L.A. just sipping a forty in a. Well, sipping is generous. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, you could get uh, you could get drunk for a night for three dollars or two dollars or whatever. Is that is. still a thing in culture? Like, do people still buy forties and carry it in a plastic or paper bag? And uh, sure, like in cities. I just remember going to New York as a kid, and there were just like toughies yeah. walking around and we 40s. found out on friday night that four loco still is a thing oh yeah, yeah. it is still a thing yeah 14 percent alcohol so what kind of can. alcohol is it? it's just grain alcohol and fruit juice i think it's just malt malt liquor and sugar and uh yeah sugar but it's like a it's a sports drink it's no. got like taurine or they, something like they, a red bull yeah, yeah yeah they put all sorts of shit in it just to make that's, you feel something that's wonderful yeah what yeah. a great time to be alive oh hooray for science yes so I wish that he continued making phenomenal movies, um, John Singleton. Did, but but he he went on his movie after that was Poetic Justice with uh, Janet Jackson, Tupac, and, and Tupac. Yeah, and I just have a problem, and this is back at the time, my roommates and I, we just had this problem of of putting a pun character as like. The, the title of your movie. So the title character, Janet Jackson, plays Justice, who is a poet. So the movie is called Poetic Justice. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I got it. Yeah. And so I have a problem with that, you know. Yes. Yeah. What's that called when they use the character's name in the in the title of it? Onomatopoeia. No. That's not <laughs> I know nothing. what that word means. Uh, I, it's just a pun. It's basically a title. Or pun. A, or a a play on words is it, is it truly a pun? Yeah. I don't know. Somebody could look that up. Yeah, but yeah, I I hate that. Like, yeah, like uh, state of grace. It's a legal procedural about uh, a woman named Gra- Grace. Grace, yeah, yeah. Grace lawyer. Who's yeah. like I always like I always Grace wanted to, under fire. Yeah, I always wanted to do the opposite where it's the the other word. Yeah, yeah. Really. His name's Fire and <laughs> <laughs> um. Raising Kane. Mike Raising is a, is, is a southern lawyer. Like, no, 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 no. Who wa- walks with a limp. <laughs> walks. <laughs> oh. So, but he did do the, the second. That's your beef with the movie is the, the title is her name is Justice and she's Yeah, because a poet. it just seems like it, it's so 
it's oh, Goodwill Hunting bugged me too. Like, come on. Oh, his name's Will Hunt. Hunting. Oh, yeah. no, his name is Dave Good, <laughs> and he hunts. <laughs> or he will. Yeah, he, he, he is thinking about hunting, so he will hunt. It's yeah. so dumb. Like, yeah, we get it. The character doesn't need to be the name of the movie. Uh, but he he did go on to do Fast and the Furious two, and uh, he also produced a bunch of stuff. Um, and did oh he did Higher Learning. I yeah that was that wasn't my favorite movie. No, he kind of like. It's, it's tough. Like he came out of swinging, you know, yeah. hit a home run. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, he's like the voice of this part of the world and this culture. And you got to keep doing it. And what what if he wanted to make a Western? What if he wanted to make a comedy? And he had to kind of stay in his lane. Yeah. I mean, but that said, he was a very competent director. He directed a lot of TV, did Billions. He did American Crime Story. Uh, oh. Yeah. No. Oh, no. What? what? No, my... Uh, my sister got to direct American Crime Story and Billions. They, oh, yeah. So they 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 were on, they were on parallel, parallel tracks. Uh, he also the, the last movie he directed was Abduction with uh, Taylor Lautner. And I didn't see that. One. Alfred Molina. It is a, a very. It's like basically plays on this sort of Taken thing, except with for for Taylor Lautner. He's like you know he finds out that his parents were spies, and then he goes on the run like this kid in high school and mm. and it's ridiculous uh but i enjoyed it thoroughly yeah, i've seen nice. it multiple times so thank you john singleton for that thank you for boys in the hood and you uh, went too soon 51 51 it's tough yeah yeah he, we were born the same year you and john singleton mm -hmm. yeah. okay so yeah. you're did you, did you see the movie i did at 23 no, that's right. <laughs> that is correct. He came out swinging, like I said. Uh, yeah. Um, so, did you see? Uh, uh, speaking of the big, uh, other big thing this weekend was uh, Game of Thrones. Game of <laughs> Thrones. Yeah, and for whatever reason, this is the third episode of the last season. People went apeshit for this episode. Why was that? It was the battle for Winterfell. Oh, of Winterfell. Okay. The battle at Winterfell. Mm -hmm. Winterfell, where the where, battle yeah, is, where where Norman fell. Norman spends his the winter months. Is that Wait, was what they they're fighting a, for? Do they have any uh, a shot in the Stark? A new HBO <laughs> series. Ned Stark is uh, like uh, not not to put a pin in it, but I, I'm I get, that just drives me crazy. Those those fucking clever titles. So, did <laughs> no no? You've, have you ever met anyone named Grace? Uh, yeah, it's a, like Asian people. Okay, outside of Asian, like people. there's a whole movie called Great the Grace Lee Project uh, where okay, but, but where the, a but, filmmaker named but Grace in the, Lee in the, in the movie universe, went to find every Grace Lee that she could, <laughs> every, and like like literally there were like thirty Grace Lees in the movie. And if the world were like movies, every other woman would be named Grace because that's a great name for someone <laughs> that you could be used in the title of a show. Ah, oh, and hope. There's no, no. I've never met a hope, and there's just like raising hope and ho hope and, and glory. Floats. Hope floats, and she's ho she's all full of hope. She's like a, an uh, airy turd. Yeah. Um. So, batter of Winterfell, battle of the Winterfell, batter. batter. I was I, my tongue went ahead of my brain. That's okay. Battle of Winterfell. Yeah, it's all been building to this and fucking moment. 
was it as satisfying as you hoped it would be? I'm kind of over the show, personally. But still, good action is good action, right? Here's the... Uh, I, I didn't love it. I thought it was, you know, for television, like, holy shit, somebody spent some money. Yeah, that's why they had the two bottle episodes ahead of it. Yeah, to let's just all hang out on the set and talk, talk. for 50 yeah. minutes. Uh, it, it, I, it, it made me think of the Battle of Minas Tirith in the second Lord of the Rings movie, which is a, a night on... up to Minas Tirith. It's an Echo and the Bunnymen song? Yes. Re- references. I, yeah. Great. For the, the four people that know what an Echo and the Bunnymen is. Great. Bunnymen was originally a drum machine, you know, because they didn't have a drummer. Okay. Uh, I, and how... You know, it's it's a similar thing. It's It's a night siege battle, and there are great twists of story and i love how what's her face kills the 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 ring wraith guy because she's oh, a so woman we're, we're gonna spoil this then yeah. if you've not seen lord of the rings the, oh, oh okay we're talking lord of the Rings. okay yeah, yeah no I'm, I'm talking about like, okay yeah, how, yeah. how all the stories converged in this huge battle which was so much fun yeah and, and on top of the battle being yes you put a lot of cameras and a lot of cgi yeah, and yeah. a lot of sounds and there's there were dudes that just spent months of their lives putting chin 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 for swords yeah smashing yep, like yeah uh, and like, being like, see that tree? I spent three months on that, yeah, designing it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But I, I, did, I just felt like it was one scene. Like it was just, all right, we're going to attack. And then and that was ah, it. Clink, clink, clink. A, a lot clink, of clinking. Ah, and, clink, the, clink, and, clink. and then for some reason, it became like a horror <sighs> movie for a second. Like, oh, we're just in the library. And they're kind of just Ooh. a couple of White Walkers right. walking around this library. And we're hiding in the, uh, the corner like, Aren't there like billions of them? Wouldn't they just So did it did it serve the story well? Or because like some people it, it seems to some people were mad about it, some people were really satisfied by it. I'm just in the middle. Like I It happened. It happened. It, it, it for me who's watched it from the beginning, it's all been building to this moment and it felt like, "Oh, oh, and it's over." And the other big complaint was that it was too dark. But you have a big ass it was nice too. TV. It was too dark. Okay. Yeah. So that's I'm 100 percent with that. Like the the Battle of Minas Tirith, you could see everything. It was and it was a night uh, rain battle siege. Like it it was I I think a, a better piece of filmmaking. But look, I, I I enjoyed it. I'm I'm glad it's coming to an end. Um, I I, I it just didn't it didn't wow me. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean I. I care about all the characters and I, I wanted to see what happened. But in the end, it was like, we're going to, I can just hear those ding dongs in their room. Like we're going to have this whole episode. That's just a giant battle. And, and I, you know, I, I've, I've been around ding dongs like that. Oh, the whole episode is a chase. And then of course the budget people come in and you go, Nope, we're it's a bottle show. So they had like, you'll we'll ha- never have another time in television history where they had that much money and time. I was like 55 continuous nights of filming right. for one television episode. So I appreciate the spectacle of it, but it, it just like the characters that died. I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, that happened. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, well, it's game of Thrones. They got to kill, you know, three, <laughs> three to 5% of the, the cast in a big battle scene. Like, yep. Yeah. He did that. And, it just feels like they're rushing to tie things up. Right. Because they didn't know where it was all going. Uh, only a fat guy who lives in Santa Fe, New Mexico, knows where all these 
story threads end up. Yeah. And he can't, so it, it he was, can't find his lucky suspenders. It was, it was so. satisfying, but the early episodes and some of the early battles, I feel like there had been so much energy exhausted in figuring out how to get all of this emotional story to pay off in a battle. And this was just like, uh, just a battle. Like I wasn't, right. like we knew it was coming because last week, oh, did I talk through the hour? No, I forgot. It's top of the hour, you dummies. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you dummies. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm uh, I'm going to keep watching it. It's it's not it, it 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 was I'm just here nor there, right? Which is just because I'm massively depressed as a human, <laughs> and so nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing oh, <laughs> nothing can. No. It's as as I talked to like this old writer guy who's been around forever. He's like, it's impossible to entertain me, and I I felt this. I felt a kinship to that statement, just because I. It's just I think about so much of this stupidity that most people don't have to think about and how it all gets made and how it works. And I, I just, I watch stuff and I go, Oh yeah, that, that was, that was an expensive show. And yeah, yeah, that's, that story point seemed to come out of nowhere. And eh, that scene was, could, could have gone, you know, like it's hard for me to disconnect and just watch. Yeah. So like, I'm not a critic. I don't, you know, no, if, but- if you loved it, you're right. It's not me to say you shouldn't watch it or, or you're wrong. Cause here's what's wrong with it. It just, I watched it and I went, fuck, they spent a lot of money. Yeah. And whoa, some stuff happened like really fast for a show that took ages for the Queen of Dragons just to get there. Like, oh, yeah. Well, that's why it's like a a good battle scene beyond the action also manages to honor the characters and and propel the story, which is why uh, Minas Tirith... Or, or I'm sorry, Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep. Did I say Minas Tirith? You did. I am so, so sorry. Thanks. I'm so sorry. Apologize to Tyson who pointed I'm that so out. So sorry. And yeah, Minas Tirith with the third one. But the, yeah, Helm's Deep was Helm's just Deep. was yeah, that's what the, I meant. The, it was so uh, emotional as well as uh, action packed, and that that's a very difficult thing to do. And I think that some of the it happens in the Avengers that like the the battle scenes there are. Uh, in the new one are just are thoughtful and I mean they're ridiculous but well yeah just look at a Transformer movie which is just filled with action scenes and amazing so, action scenes and some like from a narrative standpoint when an action scene happens the story stops the story cannot move forward until the action scene is over because someone has to win or lose or run away right like and but the outcome is kind of like you kind of know if it's in the first hour that it's not going to be great, you know. Like it's and but so a good action sequence like uh, Helm's Deep has story within it, right? Exactly. And I'm like, oh, yeah. this is really smart. It's not not like a 25 minute. Oh, it's just get over there. They're going that way. And yeah. Arrows go there. Like it, it has all that, but it, it had a story that turned and a, a great conclusion. Where you know I uh, I am no man like oh what a gr- I didn't see that coming and that was awesome and when she kills the the ring wraith and mm. I I was hoping for like oh something all along that's been planted in my head was going to end this bad oh no it was just kind of how it ended I I'm, I don't want to spoil it yeah, yeah I'm thinking about the the end of Harry Potter that's a big battle and. Um... It's sort of why I Cassandra, get... if you're listening, Harry Potter dies in that battle. Oh shit, he yeah, does. I yeah. know that. I never, I never yeah. finished the the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, and I, I'm just because of CGI now. I, I get a little tired of battles and movies. Like some of the lower DC ones, like it's 
oh, lights I, I and couldn't a, watch a beam shooting up into space yeah. and faceless monsters and like yeah I, I mean I, that's a challenge for every filmmaker out there it's like yeah you have to do a big battle scene because everybody's waiting for it but how do you make it interesting and um interesting doesn't just mean more cgi or more shaky cam or more explosions you know it has to be um, it's it's a huge challenge i just go back to star wars because and and i I could be wrong that i could have read a false article but in the original edit of star wars the death star wasn't getting close to the base like they added that in later that Mm -hmm. the death star will be you know so they added a ticket you have to have have a ticking clock they they added that later and then you have to have some sort of redemption in there so Uh, han solo shows up as the uh uh, opponent ally or ally opponent whatever they say in chameleon oh he shows up and saves the day and it's the hero and the opponent and it's when you look at it now you're like it's pretty simple yeah i mean it's just you know a bunch of fucking planes shooting on a giant spaceship that's round like but everything pays off perfectly it's yeah a, it's a perfect battle scene that you're you know you're get emotionally you, involved you're in emotionally it. involved in and, and it's just too many movies just, yeah just having a giant metal um robot like collapse is not emotionally moving yeah you know yeah so that that is tough and that's why kevin said he's like i could never make those movies i but i enjoy the shit out of them you know yeah and I, I totally agree. Totally agree. <laughs> Kevin could not make those movies. Yes, he absolutely <laughs> could not make those movies. That's good to know what lane you're in. Yeah. So, yeah. I like, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Game of Thrones, but I it didn't, I, I you know, I knew it was going to be a massive piece of business, and it was, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm kind of just over the show. Like, I'm, okay. I'm looking but, but for you're, the next But you're thing. invested in it. You've got three more episodes to go. Two and, more. I thought no, there were six. Oh. Yeah, three more. All right. Yeah. So you got it right. Yeah, that's a small investment considering how many years you've watched it. Yes. And how much your wife is going to enjoy it. You know, did, did you guys have a good time watching it together? Quiet. What? You better not be listening. Okay. Uh, I love that. Like, there's this whole thing of like, you watched it without me? Like, why? What, a, what great problems we have. Yeah. Like, what, what, how is that a thing of like, oh, this is going to bring us together to sit in a dark room, not speaking, but we have this shared experience of watching it. Well, with Game of Thrones, because I started watching it before she did. Oh, of course. And she, you listened to the bands that she likes before she did, of too. Of course. Um, no, but she, while watching it, will turn to me. The show is paused at least 15 times an episode. And she'll go, wait. Who's that? Who's that guy? And how does he know her? And I'm like, remember when they were on the place and the uh, the assassin and then the guy and then the, the woman with the thing on her face gave the proclamation that the red witch, remember? Okay, let's just play it. And as I also remind her constantly, you know, they they will introduce a, a confusing moment early in an episode, and she's like, I, I don't know what just happened. Like, they will explain it. They know you don't know what happened. <laughs> this is storytelling. This is storytelling. This is you, to you get don't, you to the yes, next or, act. Yes, or, or, oh, just a new random character. A couple of scenes later, you'll find out what they want and what they're doing. Just give it a second. Nope. I got, who's that? I don't know. Tyson asks, <laughs> what's the distinction between beer and malt liquor? So malt liquor has a higher alcohol content that they augment by adding um, some sugar, sugar right? basically, yeah. so that it ferments harder and so you can get drunk faster. And it's not a quality thing necessarily. Not at all. <laughs> it's really just to increase the amount of alcohol in a can of Well, yeah, of yeah. Alcohol. Like there are high alcohol, AB, 
alcohol by volume beers, but that's because they put more malt in it. Right. Like, I, like and a, that, that like is a, a barley wine. Or, right. But that's... And their, their goal is not... Is, is to make a more complex... As well as higher alcohol content. Yeah, but there, yeah, there's some... But it, malt liquor is just corn sugar or something cheap that yeah. turns into alcohol that gives you a headache the next day because it's you're basically giving yourself diabetes. <laughs> yeah, and... Remember ice yeah. beer? Uh, yeah, vaguely. Like the 90s? Yeah. It was like Bud Light ice and Michelob yeah. ice. Wasn't it just less flavor? <laughs> no, what they would do is they would make beer and then they would freeze it which is a terrible thing to do uh-huh. you should never freeze okay an alcohol do you ever freeze your wine you're like yeah let's let's hold on to this let's freeze this bottle of wine uh, it's pretty bad for the wine well with, with what happens with wine is you get these tartaric crystals that come out when you freeze it oh really yeah and so it's fl- flavorless but it's just it, it's annoying what they would do is they'd make beer and then they would freeze it and then saw that part of whatever that the barrel in half and throw out the other half so the ice um water freezes at a much lower temperature or higher, higher temperature, temperature yes than alcohol so the alcohol sits at the bottom i mean i, I remember seeing winos do it in boston or hobos as i like to call them they would freeze their their uh um, scope no no they would they would the freeze their their malt liquor in the snow and then they would pour out the alcohol uh-huh. and then you know if you freeze beer the alcohol doesn't freeze so yeah. But th- that was they would make ice beer, so they would throw out half of the the malt product. So you would have to use really cheap product uh-huh. to make beer because you throw half of it out. And it was some like marketing. It's like ice beer, like oh, it's ice made, like it's just it's wino garbage. Okay, it did not last very long. Um, I I don't know. I'll bet, <laughs> I'll bet there's I'll bet they still make it. Somebody still makes an ice beer. Yeah. Ugh, it, and it just tastes horrible. Uh, is there a good malt liquor? Like, is there a a high end, or is um, it just Mickey's and there are old, old English and all that shit? Yeah, old English Colt forty five, um, Steel Reserve. Ooh. It's got reserve in the title, uh, but they still have some ice beers out there. They yeah. do. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna drink some ice beers this yeah. weekend. They call it fractional freezing. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Well, it works. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it, hobos. Yeah, so that's the difference, Tyson. Um, and then Darren also wanted to point out that Grey's Anatomy is a, a pun uh, because it's both a character name and uh, a, a book. A book. Okay. Yeah, I don't think people really understand that Grey's Anatomy is a, a long, you know, an old textbook. I remember uh, some writers I knew started on it, and I remember they're oh, yeah, I'm working on this new show called Grey's Anatomy, and I went great, and they said it's you know it's a it, it's a book that's I'm like I I've heard of. Like I thought everyone has heard of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Just as a medical manual. Mm-hmm. All right. And there's a character named Grey on it? Yeah. Oh. That's, that's fucking the, dumb. That's a title character. Right? <laughs> yeah. That was the whole thing. So Jeremy so, Anatomy. Yeah. Well, tell Sandra Rhymes that. Sean <laughs> I'll tell Sandra Rhymes. Sean Chandra Rhymes. Yeah. I'll I'll tell her on her big pile of money. Oh, Netflix cash. Just, oh. I just wish I could think that. Like, I, I could not think up a title and put the character's name. In it. uh, I just, don't think in, we wouldn't let you. That hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so moving on from um, you're, you're done with uh, the, the, the GOT business. I'm done with it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're excited to be over with it. I'm looking for a new show. That's if anyone has a show that they're like, um, I just finished American Gods. I enjoyed it. It wasn't great. Season two. Season two. All right. I just need something. Okay. I, I can't. 
All right. I have all these channels now. And yeah. I, uh, and nothing speaks to you. Nothing. I'm dead inside. What about the dirt? So the homework last week was to watch the dirt. The based on the book called The Dirt. Why don't you describe the movie okay. while I use the restroom? Well, I would have covered for you. You didn't have to say nothing. But uh, yeah, so th- I guess the the members of uh, the band Motley Crue, they wrote a book called The Dirt. And it basically chronicled all the shitty things that they did uh, when they were uh, coming up or how they came up and all the just the debauchery that they debauchery that they committed while they were uh, touring and and fighting and fucking and taking drugs and i guess uh, nikki six had a, an al- uh, a heroin problem and they all were just doing it's supposed to be a, you read the book right steve i did read the book and it's very entertaining it's very it's just outrageous and if you're looking for a book that is mindless and entertaining and you can read in a sitting cuz it doesn't have any big words the dirt is yours. Yeah. Uh, is, did they write? They obviously wrote it with somebody. But, yes. Uh, and each uh, ding dong writes a chapter. Like each, they bounce around from the the very four gentlemen in the band. Uh-huh. So Nikki Six writes a chapter, then Tommy Lee, then whatever the singer's name is. And they wrote it with uh, Neil Strauss, yes. who wrote the game. Real, real sweet guy. Yeah. And it it. It's is, as salacious as you want it to be. Right. It's just like, it, it, and there's a whole tradition of like rock books where it's just how ridiculous they are. Like Hammer of the Gods. I was telling the wife about that recently. It's about Led Zeppelin. Mm. I think every kid at 13 when I was that age read it. And they like, uh, they, were, they were staying in a hotel in uh, Seattle and they were fishing off of the penthouse, you know, Puget Sound. And they caught right. like a baby shark and killed it and then they were like fucking a groupie <laughs> all, all of them fucking her and then they like fucked her with the shark oh my I was god like i don't want to know like just listen to the music yeah <laughs> don't don't, yeah, don't don't see how the sausage is exactly made. yeah don't meet your heroes don't, and I, don't read your heroes obviously the, books. The led zeppelin didn't write that book but uh so motley crew got ahead of it and wrote a book about their meteoric rise to fame and the debauchery and drugs and then cocksucker blues is the movie that uh, about the rolling stones about the rolling stones and that they tried to block that from from every I show it, it was blocked I don't yeah think. but they still there's some weird loophole where it gets shown like you know every so often on tlc no 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 and screenings oh boy yeah yeah so yeah so th- they've been trying to make the dirt into a movie for a long time and actually they were going to make it into a tv show while ago, I read some script where it was about the kid, the uh, who's the Saturday Night Live guy who's Pete in Davidson. Pete Davidson's character, the young. It was his first band that he signed, and it was like from his point of view, and um, that died. And they've been just trying to make it as a movie forever, and then Netflix finally made it. Yeah, Jeff Tremaine, who directed all the Oscar-nominated Jeff Tremaine jackass movies, and I used to see him around. We I worked at the company that he was. Nice guy, really nice guy. Very, um, and if you've seen the Jackass movies, yeah, he's a a well loved, you know, affable fellow. Yes, Uh, but I I think this might be well. I guess Dirty, no, what was it? Bad Grandpa. Bad Grandpa or Dirty Grandpa? Bad Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa is the De Niro one. Yeah, Um, 
sadly, of the two grandpa movies, the one with Johnny Knoxville is better than the one with De Niro. Yeah. That's but, that's but, where we are in the world. But that was semi-scripted, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And, but and this that's was, got an Oscar nomination for makeup or something. Oh, right. Wow. Yes. But uh, I think this is his first... Um, full narrative. Full narrative movie. Or, yeah. Yeah, feature. And What'd you think? I... I couldn't get through it. Really? No. Yeah. I it's, had to fast forward through many, yeah, I, many parts. I fast forwarded to the end. Like it's just like the one thing about these uh these bio this it made me think of why I don't like biopics because it, it really uh paints these 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 characters, these heroes, the 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 protagonists as like sort of unwitting but like like sweethearted people who just are just getting a bad place you know and and they're not really responsible for their uh they're kind of passengers on this skyrocket to stardom and i just don't buy that at all like um and you mean like it doesn't oh what it, what it was i had like some madonna story i was i did a podcast in a studio and they were like oh madonna oh, a studio what's that like oh it's so much better than this place and it was where Madonna recorded Lucky Star or something, and one of the engineers was like, "Oh my God, she was just a monster!" And like, "Hurry yeah. up! This is this is my money I'm spending!" And you know, like they they the the people that become successful in entertainment, especially music, are driven. They're canny. And, they're and, they're like really they're they're very sharp, yes. or, or or they actually have their goal minded. But the movies you know? about them, if you made the Madonna movie, is she was living in New York and she's eating out of trash cans and she was dancing and someone and discovered, discovered her. Discovered her. And yeah, then, yeah. And then she blah 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 blah. Like yes, Mo uh, and they sort of talked about it a little bit in the Motley Crue movie. Like we want to give like they. The punks are doing the the lo-fi thing, and we'll never be Led Zeppelin. So let's put on a stadium show in a club. And I was like, "All right, that's yeah." That was like the most interesting but, part of but the movie. That wasn't. It was to their goal. Wasn't to it was to be rock stars. Their goal was to have sex and party, right? They, which they, is the they, rock star they, lifestyle. They, they said that, which is why they are a candidate to not make a biopic. Like, and I didn't. Okay, I didn't enjoy. Bohemian Rhapsody didn't dislike it, but it was a by-the-numbers biopic. Yeah. But, and it, 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 similarly, it was like produced by the band, so the rest of Queen kind of, we're not, we're almost watching like branded content to help sell the Queen brand. Right. Queen are now going out on tour. Right. And it, it, it helped record streamings or whatever the fucking nomenclature is, but at, at least like Freddie Mercury was gay and couldn't come out and then had AIDS and live aid. And then uh, they wrote some great songs. Had and a they good comeback. And, and they wrote one of the most iconic songs of all time. Mm -hmm. Like there, there was something. Radio I Gaga. Could, yes, exactly. Um, big bottom girls. <laughs> Fat bottom the, girls. Fat bottom girls. So uh, at least like within the cheesiness of the, the biopic arc, there's something to hang on to. And the Live Aid moment is great. There was just nothing in the Motley Crue thing, though the dirt. Like they're just scumbags who wanted to get laid. Yeah, there was no self-reflection. But they didn't then like you go, know what we, I mean. We need, we're like we need to stop doing drugs. We need to put out a jazz album, and then they like change jazz for like oh, or we need to go to fucking Africa and feed the starving and use our money. Like they just well, well kept part. But even that, like it, there was also no reflection about like okay. Yeah, we're a bunch of like party guys, like getting lots of blowjobs and like Ugh. acting like assholes. But um, 
I accept that. Yes. You know, there was none of that. It was like these things sort of happen to them and they don't really change them. They're just all about like being, living the rock star life. And then like, well, uh, yeah. And, and at the end, they overcome these things to live the rock star life, you know, they, or, or to, to be a part of like, they say it late in the movie, the Nikki six character, like you're my only family. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay. But we also have pyrotechnics and make, pretty much strip club music like yeah. there, there's nothing and fuck each other's girlfriends fuck each other. like yeah but they 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 get past it but there's just they're just not that interesting yes and yes. there's a scene where they're partying in their house doing coke and david lee roth oh, is i missed there. that one that's every fucking scene it, it it got it was like the boobs in uh, showgirls like enough i get it they did drugs and, yeah. and anytime they're walking and talking they grab a jack daniels bottle like yeah it's, like from it's, out of somebody's just, hand yeah give me yeah. that i need a i need a drink like i get it they party how do they hydrate yeah we, i want to see where they're hydrating i'm sure it was at night they just sat there and drank four locos but and David Lee Roth gets bumped by some guy, and then they have a big fight. That's David Lee Roth. And I just thought, oh, that sh- they should have made a movie about David Lee Roth. He's, he's so much more interesting. And so after the movie, I Googled like Van Halen Live 80s, and I watched like 30 minutes of a amateur shot, no editing, just at some stadium in, I, I think it was Montreal. You can It's on YouTube. Uh, and I was like, wow, this is entertaining. And this guy's crazy. And he's got like a rapport with the audience. And Eddie Van Halen's great at guitars. And yeah. the bass player's terrible. And he just throws his bass. And it, I, I was like, oh, Motley Crue had none of that. They were like a, an average to below average metal band that came out of a scene that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And, and and I just was never a fan of hair bands. Like I don't like the music at all. I, and, and but if you want to learn about it, decline decline of Western civilization part two, part two. Is, is about the hair metal scene yeah. in L.A. in the eighties, which is fascinating. LA guns and yeah, yeah, just like guys started wearing makeup and dressing like women, but they were misogynistic pricks. Yeah, and they all thought they were going to make it. it. It Seattle had it a few years later, where if you were in a band and you had a flannel shirt and a goatee you were going to make it like it, it's it i find it interesting as like a part of pop culture but this movie was just like what the fuck yeah there's and so they had four characters narrating it and none of them were interesting enough to to carry the movie so they shifted around their little vignette you know Vince Neil kills a guy in a car accident which yeah. they make it seem like it was a car accident he was like blind drunk yeah, when it really—I mean, it was just yeah, yeah. I, I just—I they, they gave them a, a very easy way through this, and this. I, I just took a step back and realized, oh yeah, this is branded content for Notley Crew, right? Who can't tour anymore because they've signed some contract saying, oh, they can't. If we tour, if we ever play again, we owe ten million dollars. Oh, so their last tour was their last tour. Oh. So this is Vince Neil's side project, and they're somebody. I'm sure one of those idiots has a drink. That they're, you know, like they're all, this is to just up the brand. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just not playing. Like I'm not going to waste two hours. So I fast forwarded. And I feel like behind every success story, like. Uh, so if you enjoyed it, good for you. I'm glad. Oh, I mean, there's stuff, there was lots of boobs and, you know, and if you're in that. It annoyed me. Yeah. I, but was, like, I feel like behind every success story of somebody who's like wildly successful, there's someone in that equation who is very exploitative and manipulative and wildly ambitious. Gene Simmons. 
Gene Simmons is a perfect example. Yeah. Like he's he's a they'll like, never make a movie about Kiss. Yeah, because it's just they're just like, a, they're assholes. Yeah, at least not with Kiss's blessing. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I didn't see who that was. They were just like on this magical journey to stardom. You know, and they just had some problems with drugs and and. Drinking. And I beat my girlfriend a little bit. Yeah, and I, I cheat on Heather Locklear. Like it, it, it just. And I remember reading the book, and I remember talking to people at like studios. And they were trying to, you know, figure out a way in. And I just, I kind of said, like, making it isn't enough of a stake. Like you don't. That that's just making it in the music business. You know, I guess Nashville on Fox sort of tapped into it because, you know, it's about you, the country music business and trying to breakthrough mm -hmm. etc i mean maybe it would work better as a series but just like as a movie where your character's goal is to rock and party every day like okay and also because they're writers and producers of the movie that motley crew you know look they, it's no different they're not going to portray themselves in a way that that betrays that image yes you know? it's also not an unauthorized it's like them on set like everything it also felt like the actors just got the script right before they shot it like i'm like this is like a like a warm-up take yeah i i think it was like rushed or something i mean the filmmaking wasn't wasn't great but uh to contrast that did you <laughs> what what yes no no did, uh, did i watch the the ice cube uh biopic the ice about, cube biopic yeah boys in the hood no no uh, no, no no um the uh, what's it called the uh um by ice cube or nwa the nwa biopic yes. yes yeah what was that called uh i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah it was a movie yeah f, f. gary gray directed it i uh, think right? okay i don't know he's, he's doing the next uh tr what was it the um men in black movie men in uh, black international uh i thought it was better than the motley crew one but still had the same kind of issues it just petered out like and then they just kept touring and then rap became different and they kept touring and then uh -huh. they all broke straight up. out of compton straight out of compton sorry sorry everybody i thought the first 15 minutes were great like it was it, it really set a world yeah like oh yeah shit how did all how did all of this stuff emerge and it it, it talked about a lot of political stuff going on in South Central, and I, I enjoyed that. But then it just falls into, you know, hey, he hasn't showed up to this. There's so many didn't show up to the studio scenes in the fucking... Like, okay, so when you record an album and you are hired by a label, and it's like Monday at 10, we're recording the album. Like, the singer just shows up the next day? I mean, is that how it... It seems like anytime anyone's recording music, someone is always not there. Yeah, I, I, is that is that how it works? I don't know. I think it happened once, and everyone's like, "This is a great scene." We're like, "Vince Neil hasn't showed up." Like, uh, okay, we'll call him, <laughs> and tell him we're all sitting here. Let's go. Like, so are there any bio rock and roll biopics that are are good that really capture like honestly that the the world and the the characters in it? Uh, tweet in if you have, or email yeah, us yeah. if you haven't anything that you. That I sort of like you can Sid recommend. and Nancy because it's not about the Sex Pistols. Right. It's about. Oh my God, but her voice. She's so annoying. Yeah. Chloe Webb and Sir Gary Oldman. But yeah. I, I always found that to be like, okay, the music, I mean, the music and the punk rock world are 
the background for a doomed love story. Yeah, so I was and like, Alex right. Cox gets it. You know, he's of yeah. that world. And uh, yeah, uh, I always felt know. like okay, like I feel like I'm in this world. A 24 hour party people is good. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a very good one. And because it's it, it's about uh, the promoter guy, right? The, and, and I know you didn't like it, but the new A Star Is Born. Oh. I thought it was like a pure love story set against the fantasy right. of the well, music that's business. What, but that's it's what I mean. The, is it's, like, it's, it, it's not grounded in reality. It's a fantasy. That, yeah. yeah, but, but that's, that's different from... But that that's a, wasn't my question. My question what's is your like, fucking question? What's a good biopic oh. that honestly captures the, the world and the people? Did you see Control, the one about Joy Division? No. For Ian Curtis? Uh, that, that's supposed to be very good. But, but yeah, I think it's a very difficult thing because if, if you want to get an authorized thing biography it's or to get all that access it's so you have to be um somewhat reverential you know and i think that's a hard thing to do oh we're and we're about to get a bunch because of bohemian rhapsody there's an elton john one coming out and i know everyone is like yep give me one about bowie give me one about this get the prince one going yeah, they've been trying to make a, a a well they did make the janice joplin one eventually i forgot who was in it but nobody cared Oh, they did. I think I th- they. Did. I, I think there's another one coming out. Yeah, like, I. I mean, there's. They've been trying to do a Hendrix one. Oh yeah, Andre Three Thousand was trying to do that. Yeah, like. I, oh, I, I think he might have. Oh, it actually did come. I, I think <laughs> yeah. it, it did, but it was unauthorized. Um, boy, we are. We did really not don't prep this. No, one. it's it's fine. Um, yeah, there, I, d- I just feel like in the age of the internet and lots of television, you can find anything out about these bands. There's, I know, but but we, we to see them to see an actor wear a really bad wig, like all those poor actors and the <laughs> the yeah. dirt. Oh, the guy the the guy from Game of Thrones who played Mick Mars. His wig was so bad. Oh, oh yeah. it's just like I don't know. So yeah, they did a, a Jimi Hendrix one with uh, Andre Benjamin, Andre Three Thousand, and it came out. It did, yeah. uh, twenty thirteen. <laughs> okay, I missed that one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and also, music is is it just divides people. Like the you know people love country. If you did one about Willie Nelson, I'm sure it'd be like a huge hit. Like it just it wouldn't move me. Right. I mean, I, I don't. It's it's a it's a tough one. Yeah, I guess they were gonna do a Janis Joplin one with Amy Adams. Um, and, oh, I thought they did one with Renee Zellweger. Um, they were trying to do that, and I think they're trying to do, or they might have made one for, uh, with uh, Michelle Williams, and uh, yeah, so coal miner's daughter is that a good? Oh, one? that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. Sissy Spacek. Yeah. All right. I okay, mean, we every, found one. We found yeah, one. We found, I mean, every now and then they they get one, but uh, it, it read the dirt. It's wildly enjoyable. I it's they're fucking crazy. They're a bunch of assholes who did whatever the fuck they wanted and and then, and then paid dearly. And watch or don't watch the the dirt. You yeah, know? it's just not a great film. Yeah, regardless of Motley Crue or whatever. All right, done and done. We're gonna dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I wanna get my hands in that mail sack. Uh, uh, yeah, that yeah. was great. That was that great. Was that was great. great. Bruce writes in from Korea. He says, uh, "Hey, Marty and Smurps, just watched Avengers Endgame with two of my students. We played cookie, hooky. We played hooky and saw a nine a.m. show. That's some good teaching. It was awesome. I didn't like Infinity War so much. It was so sad and dark. Did you see Infinity yes. War? Yes. And did you I find? loved it. 
Yeah, yeah, it was good. I love was, sad and dark. It was a good um, prelude to a finale. A, you pen- know? a penultimate. Penultimate, yes. Bruce says, it felt like a rainy morning, but Endgame was so funny and fun, it felt like listening to Steve do your mom, so to speak. I can't do that anymore. It's uh, not, it's not I woke. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it had, as soon as the mic's on, he will not stop. I'm like, stop, <laughs> Steve. She's right here. She's visiting. Um, I must change. I must change. I must change. Bruce says, it had a lot of joy and much stronger characterization. I went in half-hearted. I actually felt superhero movied out, especially Marvel movies. But I'm glad I went opening Wednesday. It's been a difficult week. Uh, Monday, I had to stop a a troubled secondary student from jumping off a ledge and seriously hurting himself. Well, you stopped him. So that's, that's good. That's heartening. It would be, uh, he says, it, it, it was every teacher's most terrible scenario, having to help a depressed student. Um, well, it, it, you saved him, or yes, hope, hopefully. But luckily, I was in the right place walking from the cafeteria after lunch and stopped him. Protocol states Jesus. this poor boy will undergo treatment and analysis before he being cleared to return to school. So we're all hoping he heals with his family. Oh, what oh that? Ho- hold on. Um, thanks for the free funny uh, this week. Even Steve calling me a cunt what? Um, helped him. I prefer coos. Your friend in Korea, Bruce. Bruce. Uh, Marty has to go, <laughs> go to the door. Thank you, Bruce. I don't remember calling you a cunt, um, but I will call you a coos. And thank you for being a teacher. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. For- Can you guys hear these dogs? Shut up. Which which dog is is going which dog's going crazy? Anyway. Uh if you're still listening, uh there's this uh YouTube page that I've started called This Twisted Old Fruit. It's little weird web videos I'm making with a director friend of mine if you're looking for something to, something to listen to. <laughs> it's, it's a wild scene over here at the uh, Diamond Bar headquarters. I, Marty is outside talking to a. What is that? Is that a cop? Wait, uh, is that the police? Wh- wh- who are those guys? Oh no, it's not the police. They, 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 oh, I saw those guys as I was driving up. Are they like surveyors? Uh, I think they're casing the house to find out where the weak points are for when they. Hey, burgle. hey, be quiet. Sorry. Uh, So uh, anyhow, that was Bruce. what we were. T- what what was I was this? I was pimping a YouTube channel I've just started. Okay, and y- that you I'm started? Done. Yes. What? what what's I already. It it's done. the The plug is over. Oh. Okay. It's done. I was killing time. Are those flies on the table? No, those are flowers. Oh, it looked like little dead flies. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyhow, thanks, Bruce, and good for you for. Uh, helping a oh, poor kid. Oh, I thank Bruce for being a teacher and yeah. helping a kid out during. And tell that kid never to listen to this podcast. Yeah. If he's depressed, oh. this is like the worst. The worst. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, Two oh. depressed guys yeah. in their 40s. And, yeah, just well, saying one like. In, one in their 50s. And like, I don't care which side of the snap I'm on. Either way, it's a win. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm off. Yeah. I'm, I'm about 20 Oof. years from being out of this oh. fucking game. Uh, Peter WG, our favorite. Yeah. He said, uh, this morning, Murps, what's the most excited you've been for a movie and what movie? I've been this excited before a movie. Um, for a movie. Yeah. For a movie. Yeah. My, I, 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 it's for a movie. Well, I think probably when I was a kid watching Star Wars, I was really excited because there was so much hype around it. 
and those the the next two movies probably was, em, yeah empire strikes back mm-hmm. cuz i had already i was a wee one when star wars came out i was like didn't know what it was yeah. no one knew what it was and everyone said you got to go see it and then 3 years later or 4 years later empire and i think that was the like oh this is going to be like star wars part 2 and it it is way more than star wars part 2 yeah it's a masterpiece uh except for yoda you don't you're not the a yoda movie, fan movie slows down during the uh yoda sequence uh the other time i think i was super excited for a movie was aliens i had just graduated from high school do you say graduated high school or graduated from high school i say both oh graduated high school yeah, I think you can say both. Yeah, I know you you can say both, but it what, just sound- what do I say? Yeah, I didn't graduate. Oh, that's I, dr- right. I dropped out of that's high school. Right. That's right. I so but <laughs> I went to Harvard did early. You, did you graduate college, or did you graduate from college? Neither. I still you, I, I still got to take. You uh, got your you got your degree. Right? I have a degree. Yeah. Yes, I did graduate from, or did you graduate college? I graduated college. Yeah, it's it does feel so weird. weird. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> But I had graduated. Oh, and I just got my grades, and I, I had a pretty good grade point average. I, I did I'm, not. Oh, you didn't? No. Well, Yale's hard. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard to get into. <laughs> hard to get into. Not yeah. hard when you're there. Like, yeah. all right, you guys made it to Yale. Just do some math and yeah, yeah. fence. Goodbye. <laughs> See you in four years. But uh, Aliens came out that That's summer. That's what pissed me off about that Facebook movie, that first opening scene with Mark Zuckerberg uh-huh. and the girlfriend, and he's talking about all the clubs. Supergirl. Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? And and she she's like, oh, well, I have to study. And says, you go to Boston University. You don't need to study. And I just remember being in the theater and just gasping aloud, like, ugh. A. That's not a gasp. <sighs> I went to Boston University. I studied. They don't just give you grades. I know it's not Harvard, but I took classes. I uh, Ely Wiesel was a professor. Uh uh, what's his name? All right, uh, you from, went to college. We get uh, it. No, 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 no. Oh shit! What's his name? Uh, Noam Chomsky taught a class there. Like I, I had to study. I had to work. I didn't go to a good school, but when I went to a school, I worked hard. So thus, I got good grades. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh, if I could go back in time, I would have studied harder. I would have gone to Yale, and I would have fucking behazed you oh, yes. night and day. Yeah, I would have. Gotten into Skull and Bones and then fucking rocketed to superstardom in D.C. as a behind-the-scenes puppeteer, and I would be gone from this fucking cave that we live in in Diamond Bar. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, um, the, the captain has put on the, no, the fastened seatbelts. <laughs> all right, I'm t- I, I turned it down. There you go. You happy? No, I like those sounds. They they. Who was? Up. It wasn't the. I think I got the girl wrong. Um, Who the girl at the beginning of the the um, the uh, 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 social network that he tells Supergirl? Yeah, she was in an, another movie. Oh, the actress that played Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she, yeah, she yeah. was the girlfriend in Whiplash who dumps. Oh, um, oh, she's great. Yeah, I yeah, like her. Yeah, I just didn't like that. Aaron Sorkin can fuck himself. Oh, people geez. at people at BU study. They have a very good uh, uh, grad school. This, uh, Martin Luther King went to fucking BU. He studied. He has a master's in theology or something. Jeez. Howard Stern went to BU. All right, he didn't. That's a bad example. All right. 
Uh, well, I forget who it was, but I anyhow. St- I studied. So th- I got really excited about seeing Aliens when I graduated from high school. Oh, that's how we got there. Yes. <laughs> and I saw it at the Century uh, Century Theaters in San Jose, right on Winchester Boulevard. And I think they're still there. Did uh, you sleep through it? No. Oh, I That came later in life? I was really excited. And that was back in the day when you had to wait around a, like in, in line for a movie. So you, if you have the earlier show, you show up, the, the better seat you get and everybody's waiting in line and the line literally was going yeah. around. So it was a dome and it was went all the way around the dome and I was super excited and I just remember seeing it and just being just drenched in sweat from watching it because it was so like thrilling and exciting and gripping. It was, it's, it, it was a great movie. That's interesting that you say that about the line because there's a theater in, in Silver Lake, closer to where I live, called the Vista. Mm. If you're ever in L.A., go to the Vista. It's a beautiful theater. But they don't have that that online ticketing. You do have to stand in line. Right. And I, I, there's something that I, I think is missing about the excitement of a bunch of strangers excited to see a movie. People are talking about it. Yeah. And blah, 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 you know, oh, I heard it's this and I heard it's that. And um, I, I, I feel like online ticketing, you just show up and you're like, I know exactly where our seat is. And you don't, you're... You're but missing that when you reach a certain age. I understand. It is I understand. Such I understand. a wonderful I thing. I know. I know. For you, you need to get to wherever you go. It has the the Barca lounger, and you go right to sleep. Why do you like to sleep in movies? I find that so bizarre. Do you sleep? Do you sleep at uh, at home in front of the television? Um, rarely. Yeah. yeah. It just it depends on what's going on in my brain. <laughs> I don't know. I, sometimes I'm tired. <laughs> Then don't go to the movies. Well, no, but then I wake up and I you don't really miss anything. I know you're like, like I know what's going and on, and it's like whatever dream. Then I'll be like, what? Ha- what about that scene when the like, screenwriters know they're people, like people are napping through movies, yeah, so they they reset the plot every thirty yeah. minutes. What What about that scene when they're like, um, you know, they're underwater and they're eating that steak dinner, and you're like, oh wait, no, that, I was dreaming. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, um, because that will happen to me and. What about you? Is there a movie that you got really excited about? I told you. Which it was uh, Empire Strikes oh, Back. Strikes but nothing as an adult. I, I don't... Yeah. I, I, I have to say, I was excited to see Avengers Endgame. I was... I, I felt... Um, I was... Yeah, because there was... Of course, it was... Everybody saw it this weekend. And also, yeah, it, I feel like I invested a lot in this series. And I wanted some finality. I guess growing up in the era of video cassette and then later DVDs and now whatever, streaming... I, I know a movie will eventually come into my home. Mm-hmm. So it's... It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess in the six, 50s and 60s, a movie came out. You had to go fucking see it. Yeah, yeah. It's going bye-bye. Yeah, you will, they had it, revival theaters and like you could go yeah. and look at their schedule and like, oh, on Friday night, they're showing Casablanca and I can finally catch up on that. Yeah. And, but there, was no video, there were no video stores or anything like that. So I thought, oh, I'll go to Endgame and then I got busy this weekend and then... Oh, well, it'll be streaming. It'll it'll be out in a couple of months. Yeah. And uh, Darren writes in and sa- says, hey, the world is not overpopulated. There are more than enough resources to feed everyone. There's more than enough space across the planet for most people to live comfortably. Regards, Darren. Uh, P.S. It was Willard, Mil- Willard Miller Huke Jr. who directed Howard the Duck. Leah Thompson was married to Howard the Deutsch. Uh, yeah, Howard Deutsch. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot that. So Howard Deutsch directed some movie with uh, Leah Thompson. But anyhow, yeah, <laughs> Willard Hull <laughs> Jr. did not go on to an illustrious career after that. George Lucas bounced back. 
Yeah. 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 Young Indiana Jones, the series, mm-hmm. and, and um, uh, uh, the, not much else. Uh, no, he, he did like the something land murders. Um, uh, the uh, just, just, just Gigi something, something or another. The Red Tails. No, he did. Uh, he what did was Red Tails. He produced Red Tails. Uh, oh, he did? Yeah. yeah. Um, but he also produced that movie, Radio Land Murders. You know? He did. Yeah. Okay. With, with Brian Ben Ben. You remember Brian the, Ben Ben. The Ben Ben vehicle. The Ben Ben man. Yeah, he he wrote the story with Willard. <laughs> Willard. So he did <laughs> work. He did work again. I guess Willard did. Good for him. Yeah, on the memorable 1994 film Radio Land Murders, starring yeah. Brian Ben Ben. Ben Ben. Mary Stuart Masterson. Oh, I like her. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Yeah, Willard is still alive and kicking. He um, outlived John Singleton. <laughs> too soon, man. He, he did. Too, it's still too soon. I know it's terrible. Yeah. What the fuck happened? How does a fifty-one-year-old have a stroke? Ah, whatever. So Marty is leaving again. So I'm gonna pimp my. Uh, what, what is it called again? This twisted old fruit. It's this friend of mine. Uh, he lives on the East Coast, and we uh, talk on the phone occasionally. And he records it, which I guess is against the law. Um, but we're, we're, we are convinced that the NSA is listening to us because we just say ridiculous stuff. So he takes little pieces of our conversation and animates it. And I promise you they are not long. They are mercifully brief. So I don't know if they're funny. I don't understand them. But it's something. So uh, go on YouTube, this twisted old fruit. Look, I pimped my thing again. Look at me. Fucking pushing the brand. What'd you pimp? Uh, you'll have to listen to the show. Damn it. So... There is a uh, Samsung is coming out with a new TV. No. Yeah, and to appeal to millennials, it's it makes avocado toast. <laughs> makes avocado toast, and it assures you that your your views of the oh world oh is it the correct. one that turns ver- vertical? So it they like turns, your phone. It turns vertical like your phone, so that oh, to that. appeal to the Instagram viewers who are used to a a vertical I aspect ratio. I love uh, it. And, I love it. Uh, so, you know, back in the day, there was movies were more square. They had a four by three ratio. You know, so if you watch uh, early movies, you know, your Casablancas, they're they're not. Um, the, it's the same frame as your TV, uh, your old TV, like back in in the seventies and eighties. Like you, so you had a four a, three, four three, so four inches to every three inches. Yes, four inches horizontal for every three inches vertical. Yes, and so when TV came out to distinguish them because they wanted people to keep going to movies. Movie people. Yes, movie people. The studios, they they created these more epic views of things by creating like Panavision and and uh, Cinemascope, which is... In, so they would do... Wide format. Wide format. So it went to 185. It w- became the standard. I and think Cinemascope was 235. Two, yes. Yeah. So Cinemascope is 235. So it just got wider and wider. To, so you get these David Lean movies where you have uh, two camels facing each other in Lawrence of Arabia on opposite sides of a giant screen. And you could never, to do that on a TV, you would have huge black bars on top and bottom. But when you're in the theater and you're watching it in 70 millimeters, it's this beautiful, epic vision. Looks bigger. Looks, it looks bigger, bigger. It looks more dramatic. Yeah. And then Instagram comes along and says, hey, you don't have to turn, you know, like on Amer- America's Funniest Home Videos, they always say, well, you know, send in your video and remember, turn it horizontal so it looks like the TV because everybody just just keeps their, their phones vertical and then it, it makes the 
the the screen all fucked yes. up. Yes. So they're like, oh, make sure you do it horizontal so we can show it on TV. But Instagram is like, fuck it. We'll just do however you want. You know, you know, we'll just keep it nice and square. Well, I think they did that because it's easier to scroll. You just hold your phone in front of you and with your thumb, you push up and keep scrolling. Like, saw it, saw it, saw it, saw it. So if you did it sideways, you'd have to hold it with two hands. Uh-huh. And then use your left hand if you're, or uh, right hand if you're right. a righty but, to scroll up. But couldn't you also then do it, just have them smaller and wide, widescreen? Uh, yeah, but but that's they, not how they that, do it. They like it's easier. Yeah, and so and Instagram has like lots of content, like video content yeah. that is all done shot in vertically, that, shot vertically, love and, it, and squared. Why yeah. do you love it? Because it's it is how we communicate now, and and uh, you know all these like I don't. Well, you're not a fucking Gen Zer. Shut up. Yeah, I, it's it's just it is like that. I mean, that's how people, you know, the young people who engage with technology are moving it in that direction. So let's move with them. Don't. I I went to this huge fight on this Netflix show because it was shot by directors and filmmakers. And wait, uh, you got in a huge fight? I got in a huge fight with the people who were making the show because. They wanted a uh, oh the show that you work the on. dating around Netflix uh-huh. thing they they uh, the, the creator wanted uh, a two was it a, a two four one I, I forget the mask but they wanted to create the illusion of a letterboxing uh huh so it was shot four K with an anamorphic lens and Can you explain what, what that is. There was enough information to fill your TV. Yeah, so they, it, it, wide, it, it squeezes a, the the image. Yeah. Uh, but what so we can make it more what we wide. Did was was frame out the top and the bottom, like just know that that's going to be dead, and then put bars over it. Right. To make it look like it was anamorphic. It right. wasn't an anamorphic lens. It was to add bars at the end to make it look like you're watching David Lean's. Dating around, <laughs> dating around, yeah, yeah, and you know, and somebody fucked up and didn't get it approved, and there's all this bullshit behind the scenes, like, oh, well, we don't do that on these kinds of shows and this and that. And I said, guys, it's being watched on a phone. Like at the end of the day, people are gonna watch a TV show on a phone, and if you put a black bar at the top and the bottom of your phone screen, you're just making it even less information. Like, just it, it was enough information to make the the image fill the phone in the Netflix app when you turn it sideways. And they're like, oh, we're filmmakers and we have a cinema. And I'm like, guys, get over it. <laughs> like, they're now making vertical TVs. People watch television on their phone. You have to think about how the audience engages with the movie, yeah. with the, the product. Yeah, and, yeah. and I remember working, uh, like, I was in like a writer's room years ago when, when like Verizon had some, it was pre iPhone, but they were going to make a series on a phone and all this discussion about narrative and this and that. And I said, but we're not talking about the, the fact that it's going to be on a screen, the size of a postage stamp. Like you have to think about the end product, right. and How someone ingests it. And everyone's like, Oh, this is going to be watched on 65 inch TVs. And we're all cinemaphiles and we're all not, you know, there's just, right. There's people sitting on, subway trains right now going i should just watch netflix instead of listening to this fucking podcast yeah yeah but that's that's just the reality of it and if you fight it and go no 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 no, it has to be in the cinema says steven yeah. spielberg or like it's three, not three million it can't get an oscar like three million people watched someone king batch's uh, uh vine you know three million more people saw that than watched your stupid you know 
cinema that yeah. you were doing you know, that you should, that you toured uh, film festivals with. Uh, yeah, you know? it's just like I, I it, it's I'm glad they're making a TV like this because it's how people are engaging, and you have to you have to move with them, or rather than say no, no, no. And I'm just mad at Spielberg and, and talking about movies that are Netflix can't be Oscar. Yeah, nominated. He backed like, off on. That. I know he backed off because everyone said it's a fucking movie. Grow up, old man. Fuck you. Yeah, get a move. Move with the times. Yeah, yeah. And that said, I do enjoy. I'm a, sorry, Mr. Spielberg. I didn't. <laughs> I, I meant fuck your idea. Not I, you, not you personally. I do enjoy a good widescreen film. I mean, I, that it is uh, this artificial construct that just makes me think of cinema. Just like 24 frames per second is this artificial construct that, like, even though. Uh, 120 hertz is more visually uh, has more visual fidelity. It's more true to what actually happened. We are have conditioned ourselves to enjoy things that are in widescreen in 24 frames, but the new generation they want th- these screens that are 120 hertz, and they yeah. want to shoot things how they want to shoot things, you know, so that they can scroll get, through it with their get, thumbs. Get on the bandwagon. Yeah. So what are you supposed to do with this TV? Like you you pitch it vertically and then you you scroll I, through Instagram? Um, I think the, they just want you looking at, Samsung wants you to look at that instead of thinking about their folding phone fiasco. Ooh. Yeah. Who wants to fold a fucking phone? Well, I know I have a, there's a guy that comes and does this podcast that would probably like a phone. Foldable yeah. phone. Yeah. He's like, does it come bigger? Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, where do you put the carabiners? Yeah. At the top or the bottom? It's not thick enough for me. I like, I like people to see from like two blocks away that I have a giant phone in my pocket. It, yeah. So this is a folding phone and it does fold out into a square shape. So you can watch content in a square sort of whatever squarish version. And they, I guess they, uh, fucked up because they, um, had the, the, basically the screen is not durable it's like whereas we have all these screens that are coated with the corning uh, which is gorilla glass which is a a type of glass that uh, is fortified to be very strong this is and scratch resistant this uh, screen that the the samsung fold uh, the galaxy fold comes in is a plastic screen so that it can handle being folded and then they put a another protector on it that people are like, oh, there's a protector on it. I'll peel this off. Oh, no. And it ruined the, the phone. <sighs> and so they had to, they delayed the launch of this phone. I mean, it's kind of cool to have a, like basically a tablet that you can fit in your pocket because you can unfold it. But like, I don't, I, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. But I don't need it. I mean, well, we don't need any of this shit, I guess. We, we, we don't. don't. We don't need a TV that, <laughs> that we can turn square. Uh, but, uh, uh, I, I mean, it's, it's, the, people just want to put shit out there that and see what, people get interested in right and samsung's a big fucking rich company and yeah they're, they're trying to innovate and be different i salute them i will not get one of those tvs <laughs> uh and i will not get a folding phone yeah um okay so that uh that was the the mail sound. oh yes thank you guys for for emailing in and oh i i, I just got to answer this email sorry hold, hold on just a second Oh, you have, you're really going to no, answer an email I'm, I'm, on no. the air? Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to type it. Type okay. it. Yeah. It's a, who, who, is anybody good? No, no, no. Just my sister. Uh, well, okay. So we got to figure out what to watch next week for next week's show. Oh. Why doesn't someone tweet in and tell us? Well, it's going to be Our, Tyson who's going to tell us to watch. Um, oh, someone the, has done that. Uh, yes. He. Well, we can watch it. We'll, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. It's a 
Bollywood film. Oh no! Yeah, it's a hundred, no. hundred and sixty minutes. No, no, I think no. it's over hundred and sixty minutes. That's too many minutes. No, no, that's it's wait. Not. Ninety minutes is the most oh, amount. Oh come on! It's not. It's not like watching uh, 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 Showa. Uh, no, Avengers: Infinity, whatever Infinity movie. Um, it's called the Thugs of Hindostan, or the Tugs of Hindostan, <sighs> if you're speaking. <laughs> Hindi? Yeah. No, with a Hindi accent. Thugs. Uh, Thugs of Hindustan. Yeah. It came out last year. It's I want to see that robot one. Why don't we see that one instead? It's like Robot 2.0. I saw the first one. Uh, it's a Bollywood movie. It came out a couple of years ago. It's like the most expensive movie they ever made. It's uh, a, uh, Bollywood, so it's with a robot, but it's also singing and dancing, and they made they finally made a sequel. Okay, so yeah, the, it's called 2.0. 2.0. 2.0. Okay. They sing that the whole... Oh, you person. saw 2.0? Uh, th- they're, they're singing it. The, the dogs are... Oh. Is this what goes on when you... Yeah. Let's just bask in this... Yeah. It's cacophony. No, I want them to bark, keep barking so that these guys, when, you know, now that they've cased the joint, they won't... Yeah, what are these guys doing? Okay, you know why we're going to watch this one instead? Uh, Which one? 2.0. Why? Because it's only 148 Yay! Minutes. Shorter is better. It's also known as Robot 2. It, yeah, yeah. Guess what the budget was on it? $140 million. Uh, $75 million. $75 million. Which seems huge for a... a so I saw a robot, and they 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 sing as hey shut the fuck up. They sing a song. Jackie two point oh. I I I loved it. It is so fucking batshit crazy. Okay. So I've wanted to see the sequel. I just haven't found it. Okay. Will I not know what's going on? Who, who cares? It's, okay. It's it's crazy. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Uh, so what's the the original one is called just one or I? Yeah. Um. Is that right? No. No. It's some mad scientist who builds a robot, and he—I don't know what the fuck. It, there's a lot of singing and dancing, and it okay. makes no sense. And I loved it. Okay, so uh, that's the the homework. So where where do, can people watch? I don't know. Okay, two point oh. Well, I'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> we'll have a backup. We'll have we'll have a backup. We'll watch yes. the dirt again. Oh yeah, give uh, that holds up. Give uh, notes. Okay, so um, anything you want to. I have plugged my YouTube page multiple times, so I don't want to plug okay. it anymore. Okay. And, uh, and what do you do on your YouTube page? You, you'll have to listen to the show. Okay. I, I'm not. I can't go All through right. it again. And um, I urge everybody to watch Keanu Reeves explaining John Wick in 60 seconds. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that came out last week. Uh, I love those movies. They're those, fun. They're great. Yeah. Uh, really well well done. Uh, and so good, good okay. popcorn movie. Yeah, great movie. Very 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 goes down real easy, like a wine cooler. <laughs> Like a four loco, like a four loco on a Thursday afternoon. Ah, mm. oh, those are the days. That being Thursday afternoon. Yes, <laughs> I'll see you Thursday. And uh, let's see. Next week we'll po- hopefully have John and Cassandra back. And send in your emails to uh, noonerpodcast at gmail dot com. Thank you for filling our sack. Continue to fill our sack. Ask us questions. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And. Uh, in the coming weeks, maybe in like two or three weeks, we'll we'll have we'll talk about. End game. Give everybody a chance to to watch it, and then we will spoil the shit out of it. Um, in the meanwhile, tweet at us. That's Nooner Pod or no Nooner Podcast at uh, Stephen Kruger, Marty U, Cass Cardenas, Sylvain BBB. Do it. Do it. See you next Tuesday. Bye. If that
has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.